there's a light.
seven minutes after 10 p.m. on a blissfully and finally cold, cold autumn night. Feels good. Feels like a payoff. Feels like life has been, well, let's just say it outright. Life has been unreasonable given a historical context on how life had been. Life's been unreasonable. It's been that way for nearly two years now. And so these little payoffs, expected as they may be, predictable as they are, they still feel like something. A win. A milestone. A marker checking in with you, telling you that things still work, some things, some things can still be counted on, things like the crispness of the air on an early October night, a Tuesday night, a Tuesday night down here in San Francisco, a Tuesday night wherever as you are. Well, if you're hearing my voice, that means you're tuned in to BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. My name is Christopher Wind. I'm here with you and here for you. Every Tuesday, 10 p.m. to midnight. And I'd like to welcome you with open arms and a bright, shining heart to the first hour of Horizons. This is your first time tuning in. Welcome, friend. Welcome. Horizons is a nighttime program of nighttime music for nighttime people in the nighttime. Songs for the lovers. Songs for the lonely hearts. Songs for those people somewhere out along the in-between. Songs for you. Songs for me. Songs for that nighttime energy, that dark magnetism, that strong force that draws us to places like this, compels us to seek out these spaces with their nighttime sounds for people like you and me. Welcome, friend. Welcome. Historically, this first show of October been the starting out point for a new artist of the year, but I got to thinking maybe we were going to try something different starting this year. Maybe we'll start the program, we'll start the artists, the new artists tenure in November, because October is a month in which we indulge and spend the last half hour of the program listening to some old Canadian spooky radio drama, and maybe that's just too many things, radio dramas and a new artist of the year. I still don't know who this year's artist of the year is going to be, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe I'm just buying time, but this is life and we try new things and somehow that's how change manifests. You know what, let's get started. Up at the top of the hour. After no magic, we heard like we always hear, 
was with Abraham's theme off the Chariots of Fire original motion picture soundtrack. And getting things started, it was Aha off their sophomore LP Scoundrel Days, a song called October. And here, here's Dr. Lonnie Smith, too by him. He moved on from this world last week. And we wish him Thank you. 
I still have faith in you. I see it now through all these years that faith lives on. of which are rare and grow so hard to find. Do I have it in me? I believe it is in there. For I know I hear a bittersweet song in the memories we share. I still have Do I have it in me? I believe it is in there. For I know I hear a bittersweet song in the memories we share.
faith in you. It stands above the crazy things we did. It all comes down to love. Do I have it in me? Bye. 
first two breaks we had in the program tonight, I've talked about things you can set your watch to, reliable things, consistent things. Here's another one. We just heard Minnie Riberton, and I'm going to send it out, as it seems like I always do, to our den mother here, the founder of the feast at BFF.FM, Cosmic Amanda. Love some Minnie Riberton. That one goes out to her. Our Lives. A song off the LP, Perfect Angel. It's 44 minutes after 10 p.m. Wow, how did we get there already? 44 minutes after 10 p.m. And you're tuned into BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. My name is Christopher Wind and this is Horizons. Before Minnie Riberton... It was the, the, off their LP, Dusk, song called Love is Stronger Than Death. You know the funny thing about getting older? I can remember when that song seemed like later period work for that band. Stuff that I was unsure about. Now it just seems to be right in my wheelhouse. Gets me right in the breadbasket, right in the solar plexus, what have you. Starting out that set, sort of backwards circle up on the ABBA that we finished our previous set with. It was the last single by ABBA before they split up, as they were splitting up. I mean, watch the video for the song, The Day Before You Came. It's clearly about them splitting up. And it's about nothing. It's one of the things I like about that song. Really about nothing. It was a single that came sort of with their LP, The Visitor, is not really on the record though. Here comes a set that will take us to London, then to Sao Paulo, then back to London. We're starting it out with Brian Eno, off the LP Before and After Science. The song's called Julie With. It's 45 minutes after 10 p.m. You're tuned into BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. My name is Christopher Wind. This is Horizons.
five minutes after 11 p.m. We just heard from Enya, early Enya. You can hear how early she hadn't quite developed that, that exact vocal production that is so much the hallmark of Enya. No less beautiful, no less compelling. But early Enya, origin story, Enya. It was off a LP called The Celts. The song was called I Want Tomorrow. In the middle there, Shuggy Otis from his LP, Inspiration, Information. The song was called Island Letter. And starting out that set with its shimmery jangle, The Sundays, off their second LP, Blind. Two out of maybe just three records for that band. Hit hard, strike big, and fade away, and leave them remembering you. Not a bad approach. The LP was called Blind. The song was called Life and Soul. Now, now, time for an October tradition. For many years now, October is our month where we spend the last half an hour of the show listening to a rebroadcast of something spooky, some some haunted radio drama produced by the Canadian Broadcasting Company in the 1980s. Now, up to this year, this very October, every episode we heard was off of a CBC series that ran from 1980 to 83 called Nightfall. And that's going to be true somewhat of this month as well. But we're throwing a new show, a new old show, into the mix. You see, from 84 to 86, the CBC produced a show called Vanishing Point. The stories were more sci-fi, but no less compelling. Here's one called The Lost Door by Steve Petch from December 28th. 1984. Reality is habit-forming. You form home, a familiar voice answers. The file is where you left it, on the desk. You drive the same route to work and back each day. You could do it blindfolded. That might even be safer. Because while your eyes are open, there is always the chance you might be distracted from the well-trodden path. Distracted by that doorway, which is not a doorway. The vanishing point.
threatening to jump on the bridge. Police are uh, on the scene. Jump? What's the time for? Oh, there he is. Just a kid. What's he got to jump for? Oh, Christ! Hey, what are you, a tourist? Got to stop and watch? Hey, where'd he go, that kid? Did he jump? He must have. I hope they got a boat or something to pick them up. Drink. That's what I want. Nice big gin tonic. Fresh line. Sit out in the yard. Relax. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. When did they put those lights in? Must have been just today. I don't remember them. <laughs> oh, great way to start the weekend. Run it like it somewhere. Okay, almost there. That's your car. Yeah, well, it's my dad's. Well, would you mind moving it? There's plenty of room on the street. Why should I move it? I'd like to get into the driveway. I live here. <laughs> huh? Well, who are you, anyway? One of Janet's friends? I've never seen you before. I, I think you got the wrong house, mister. Well, maybe Laura. That's... I don't know any Janet. I... Just move the car, will you? Look, this isn't your house. What are you talking about? I've lived here 15... What, am I on the wrong street or something? Where's... Are you feeling all right? Yeah, just... No. This is it. Church. You, you, you look sort of... Where's my car? Dr. Erickson. Doctor, come in. Let me out of here! Hey, here she is. Uh -huh. Sleeping Beauty. Yes, it's me. Hi, Jamie. Hello, Mary. Good morning, Doctor. You look a little rough around the edges. Oh. Not a great night? At 4 a.m., this is what you get. Was it you that called me in? <laughs> oh, I should have known. Hey, you're on the list. Everyone else is in Hawaii. Uh-huh. I've got a whole floor to look after. I can't spend all night in the cells. I wish you'd stop calling. A joke. Yes, a joke. all right, okay. So, what do you have for me, Dr. McRae? Who do you have? Where the hell are you? Well, it's a man. Mid-40s, I would guess. Was that him? You got it. Oh, wonderful. He was arrested for creating a disturbance. When he... Didn't sober up. The police brought him to us. We have him restrained now. Was he violent? He gave us some trouble. Here's his chart. What we have. No name. Not a real one. Oh. What's the matter? A 
hundred milligrams of Thorazine. Mm, not subtle, I know. And he still showed him? Yes. Oh, is he a heroin addict? Well, there's no sign of it. We have a test in, but... And he's just hysterical. That he is. One of the aides is with him, Doctor, if you want to have a look. Yes, I'd better. Well, I'll leave you to it. Have fun. Yeah, thanks. This way, Doctor. <sighs> yes. Yeah, right here. I just went for some coffee. I asked you not to leave him. I was just gone a second. Really? <sighs> Hiya, Doc. Mm -hmm. You going in? Yes. Maybe give me a minute on my own. Sure. Hello. My name is Dr. Erickson. They've asked me to look after you. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Would you like to tell me? It would help me make contact with your family. Only if you want. Can you hear me? Sure, I hear you. Good. Mister... You want to loosen these. Pardon me? The straps. I can hardly breathe. Ah. Uh... Just a little. I'm not sick. I don't need to be in this bed. Let's talk for a minute, and I'll see what I can do. All right? Now, will you tell me your name? It's Borman. M. Borman. I'm sorry. I don't believe that. You want to try again? You know my damn name. No, I don't. Well, just loosen these straps, will you? I feel like I'm dying. Name? Davis. Davis. All right. First name? All right. All right. 550 Mathers, 9225019. Very good. Hey, where are you going? Uh, let me out of this thing. Uh, just just my arms. Hey, hey, I just want to smoke a cigarette. Danny. Yeah? I think we can let Mr. Davis have an arm for you, don't you? Sure, if you want. Mm. Which arm, pal? Uh, right. Oh. Is that better? Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Well, what are you doing? I'd like to take your pulse, if you don't mind. My pulse? What? Danny, will you ask Mary to bring in the... Get your hands off me, bastards! Let me out of this thing! Let me out! Let me out of this, you damn fuck! You... What happened? Held on three cc's. All right. Let me out of this. Sorry about that, Doc. No, it was my fault. You okay? Yeah, wide awake now. Yeah, I'll bet. Who is this person? Has he been in here before? I've never seen him. Oh, he gave me a name. Will you take this upstairs and have them run a records check for me? Sure. Now, have them start with the city and go on if they need to. Yeah, will do. How is he? He's taking a vet. Good. I'll get someone to clean up. Mm. Would you like some coffee, Doctor? Uh, in a minute, thanks. Okay. Mr. Davis, how are you feeling now? I... sleepy. Tired. Good. I think you need some sleep. What? Gone, I, I told you. Pardon me? Gone. Disappeared. Everything. House, Martha, kids. I go home and... Uh, 
Your house is gone? Yeah. Well... Some strange people living next door. Who are they? Say they don't know me. I've lived there 15 years. Built the damn garage. When did this happen? When? I... Last month? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I get in the car, go home, and it's not there. Uh-huh. Left work, go in the car. Work? Where do you work? Real estate. Rim Real Estate. Downtown in Georgia. 1036. Who can I call there? Yeah, I called Doc. McClure, you'll, you'll find him. McClure, all right, good. Liz, sorry, oh. I've got my mouth full. You called me? Yeah, where are you? I'm just at my office, having some lunch. Oh, okay. Well, I've uh, I've got some information for you with reference to last night's arrival. Oh, good. Maybe. First of all, from records, no Arthur Davis, no A. Davis, matching the description, was a psychiatric patient in a provincial hospital in the last 12 years. Mm, really? Mm. We could go back further, but uh, those records aren't on computer, and the staff won't be pleased. No, it's probably not necessary. Also, the police came around and uh, gave me their end of the story. Oh, yes? They picked him up in West Van, apparently. He was uh, trying to force his way into a house. No one in the house had ever seen him before. This was on Mathers Avenue? Yeah, that's right. He claims he lives there. Well, he doesn't. Not only that... But the car he drove up in was stolen from a parking lot yesterday afternoon. I see. So, quite the character you've got here. Any idea what's wrong with him? Not yet. Any instructions? How do you mean? Well, medication or... Jamie, I haven't even seen the man when he wasn't drugged to the eyeballs. Give me a chance. Give him a chance. Okay, okay. See you later. I'll be in. This is all a trick, isn't it? Pardon? The whole thing. I know how you did it, too. The scotch in my office. You put some drug in the bottle. I thought it tasted funny. You hypnotized me, made me think I was driving I did all this? You and your comrades, sure. To what end? Because you're KGB or CIA. You're trying to brainwash me, turn me into your agent. What an idea. It's true, isn't it? I've read about these things. Mr. Davis, do you know where you are? The psychiatric ward at Vancouver General Hospital. Sure, that's where you do these things, just like in Russia. I see. And why did we pick you? How should I know? You've got your reasons. I assure you, none of this is true. Then what am I doing here? We assume you're suffering a psychotic attack. You were arrested for assault... And since you've been here, you've displayed bizarre and aggressive behavior and consistently lied as to your identity. 
Now, until we know who you are and what's wrong with you... You know damn well who I am. You know everything about me. Mr. Davis, none of what you told me checks out. You don't live at 550 Mathers. There is no Rim Realty, no Doug McClure who knows you. No medical records, no birth certificate, no driver's license, nothing. Either everything you've told me is a lie, or you don't exist. Which is it? Well? Uh, yeah. Give me the telephone. Why? Just give it to me. All right. Uh, this is a trick, isn't it? There's one of your people on the other end. Do you really think we have them budget? Yeah, who is this? Who are you? I want to talk to my wife, goddammit. Put her on. What? It might have been a wrong number. Do you want to try again? Mr. Davis? No, damn you. What are you trying to do to me? Where are they? Where did you take them? Who? My wife, my kids. They were there waiting for me. Now it's gone. They're gone. Everything. Oh, my God. <coughs> Get me a cigarette, will you? There in my jacket. All right. The other pocket. Yeah. Thanks. What's this? Huh? It was in your pocket, part of the newspaper. Oh, yeah. It's one of our ads. You see? Art Davis, commercial industrial real estate. That's me. What newspaper is this from? The Sun, yesterday. I see. Mr. Davis, if I'm going to help, you'll have to answer my questions as truthfully and completely as you can. I want all the details you can give me. Let's start with your name. Who are you? Arthur Davis. Any middle name? Yeah, William. Date of birth? May 20th, 1935, in Regina. When did you come to BC? Later on. In 64, I think. We drove out. I had this old Plymouth. You were married at that time? Oh, yeah. We had our first daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. The mountains. I always wanted to go back. I told him to shove it and quit. Then we started our own office. Made a lot of money till the market went dead. Want to hear more? There's another tape. No, thanks. That's enough for me. What do you think of it? What's to think? It all sounds very normal. Dull. Somebody's life. Except that none of it checks out. Hmm. Not one detail. Even this newspaper clipping, it's not from any paper I could find. You made it all up? Well, I suppose you must have. No. It's not so unusual, is it? Imposture is an element of paranoid schizophrenia. But this is different, Jamie. His story is so complex and consistent and banal. I mean, a schizophrenic might assume of a mythic personality. God, Christ, Napoleon. But a real estate salesman? So? He's an unusual case. Unusual? The indications are so contradictory, I don't even know where to begin. Well, are you ever completely certain? There are always contradictions, unusual elements. Mm. You just have to blip over them and go with your best judgment. Yes, I suppose so. Either that, or 
take his story at face value. How do you mean? Assume it happened as he claims. He left work, went home, and it had disappeared. Everything was changed. Oh. Well, it's a, it's a child's dream and an archetype. You go home, but it's not there. It prepares you for separation, death of the parents. I know I had it when I was a girl. Very upsetting it was, too. Hello. Here she is. When? All right, thanks. You're Mr. Davis. He locked a nurse in a closet, walked out the front door. Lorraine, why don't you? <laughs> singing in the... Just singing in the... <laughs> what a glorious... Hey, watch it. You want to drown me? Idiot. <laughs> yeah, wet. Pretty wet. <laughs> Somebody stop and take me to a bar. <laughs> hey, hear that? Stop and pick me up. Hey, lady. Ah, you know, buddy. The drinkers in Where's a damn bar? What a city, eh? Pouring the rain. Where's the drink? Ah, there's something. Cars. Stop a minute, why don't you? Hey, let me get across. Feels so good. They let me by. Dr. Erickson. Who? Oh. Do you remember me? Oh, sure. Where did you say... where? You were back in the hospital. Oh. Oh, yeah. You were lucky to be anywhere, alive. Am I? What happened? You were struck by a car. Apparently, you were walking down the middle of Georgia Street. You don't remember? <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. The street, the cars. Yes. You know, Doc, it's funny. What is I think I figured it out. That afternoon when everything happened. I remember now. I left the office, went out the door, and started to go to the elevator. Then I passed the stairs and I thought, I need the exercise, I'll walk down. So I did. Yes. That's it. The stairs were never there before. They're at the end of the hall by the washroom. But Friday, the stairs were right in front of me, so I went in. After that, everything was different. It was all changed. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you figured it out. Yeah. Me too. Me too, Doc. Me. I can't find the stairs again if the whole building's gone. Maybe it's a start. Could be. 
Yes. Oh. Liz, 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 wait till you see what I've got for you. Uh, money? Airline tickets? Nope, even better. Listen to this. See what you think. Male, Caucasian, age 49 years, brown eyes and hair, height, 5 feet 11, weight, 210 pounds, married, two daughters. See what I'm getting at? No, but go on. This is a missing persons report from Ontario. Last seen January 15th in Toronto. Left work at real estate office. Disappeared. Hmm. And the name? Alan Davidson. Davidson, Davidson. It's close. Oh, but how likely is yeah, it that... There's a photograph. Not a good one, but have a look. What do you think? It looks like him. May I keep this? Sure. I've, I've asked them to send more information so we'd be sure. I'll take this down to him, see what happens. The uh, photograph may start something. I don't know. He's built up such an elaborate story. I doubt he'll want to let it go. Okay. Well, let me know, will you? Will do. Thanks. Hi, Mary. How's it going? I'm fine, thanks. You? Mm, about the same. Quiet night? Mm-hmm, yes. Uh, do you have business here today, Doctor? Oh, just checking in. I'll talk to you later. All right. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Hey, Dr. Liz. Long time no see. Oh, sure. It must be six or seven hours, eh? What? <laughs> just joking. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, you looking for someone, Doc? Yes, my patient. Did you move him? Your patient? Uh, who's that? <laughs> Mr. Davis, or whatever his name is. Davis, eh? Geez, I don't think I know him. He just come in? No. What do you mean you don't know him? You were here the night he arrived. He knocked over the table. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> is this a joke? What have you done with him? I don't know what you mean, Doctor. Um, maybe you should ask Mary. She'll know. Come on. What in the world? Hey, Mary, do we have someone called Davis? Uh, Mr. Davis? Yes. Davis? No, there's no one by that name. Our John Doe, then. You know who I mean. I visited him last night, for God's sake. Have you lost him since then? Last night? Uh, you must be mistaken, Doctor. I... Well, I was on duty. I don't remember. Your name isn't in the logbook. What are you talking about? I've been in here every day since... What? I haven't seen you in several weeks, Doctor. Weeks? Me neither, Doc. Not since that kid uh, last month. Unbelievable. Jamie's put you up to this, hasn't he, Dr. McRae? Well, get him on the phone. I don't think it's very funny. Well, call him. Dr. McRae's on holiday in Hawaii. He was in my office an hour ago. I don't think that's possible. Well, possible or not, he was there. He gave me a missing persons report on our Mr. Davis. I look, I've got it right here. Here. I just my 
Well, I know I put it in here. It's... What is this? The door closes behind you and is no longer there. It is difficult to say if you are locked up or locked out. But either way, there can be no return once you have stepped through the vanishing point. The Lost Door by Steve Petch. Featured in the cast were Richard Donut as Davis and Barbara Gordon as Elizabeth, with Joe Ziegler as Jamie, Diana Belshaw as Mary, and Tom Butler as Danny. Ted Dixtra was heard as the boy and Ray Landry as the radio announcer. Casting consultant was Ann Tate with Catherine Caster. Recording engineer was Brian Pape with sound effects by Bill Robinson, and the production assistant was Nancy McElveen. Original music and series musical theme were composed by John Roby and recorded and mixed by John McCarthy. The series script editor is Sandra Rabinovich, and the voice of introduction is David Calderisi. The Lost Door was produced and directed at Studio G in Toronto by series executive producer William Lane.
perhaps just a little bit more than three minutes in front of the hour. You're tuned into BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. Sounds in the Dark is up next. My name is Christopher Wind. I'm here with you and here for you every Tuesday, 10 p.m. to midnight. And until the next time we can be here together, let's keep it.